Welcome to the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast. This is your host, Lisa Tomey. Today we have Lisa Daly, publisher and writer, as our guest. Stay tuned. Hello, this is Lisa Tomey, your host for the Prolific Pulse Poetry Podcast and YouTube. And today we have Lisa Daly. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's great to have you. And uh, all the way from Washington State, mm-hmm. so an area that I've always wanted to go to. Maybe one of these days I'll make it there. Is it beautiful there now? It actually is. The temperatures are still a little cool, but it's bright blue skies and sunshine today, which is lovely. Elisa's with Sidekick Press. Would you like to tell us a little bit about your press? Sure. I'm a small hybrid press, and I focus on a lot of anthologies and poetry and memoir. I actually got into this. I bought the company from another small press called Penchant Press, and am accepting submissions through through the end of the year right now. Um, I have about I have about four spots left for books this year. So now you will you be publishing some poetry books? I am yes. I've just published one called Raindrops from a gentleman um, Jack Darby writer, and I have another one coming up that was just submitted to me um, by author Brenda Astorino. So that will be coming out in about four to five months. And you also have the a red wheelbarrow. That'd be great. So how does somebody submit to you? Um, So my guidelines are on the website, sidekickpress.com, but it's basically just sending me some information about the book and about the author and then a selection um, of information. Okay, great. um, I think in there I have three chapters, but if it's poetry, I'd want to see a larger sample. Right. So I'm part of the Red Wheelbarrow Writers Group here in Bellingham. They're an organization that's been meeting monthly for for five years, or sorry, for 10 years. I've only been a part of the group for about the last five years. As a group, we published three collective anthologies. The first two were both prose, and then this latest one that we published in October was our first collective book of poetry. Nice. Great. I was just pulling it up here. Should the here. Oops. There it is. There's the uncommon solitude. Mm-hmm. This actually came out of last year's Napa Rimo writing a poem every day for the month of April. A lot mm-hmm. of our Red Wheelbarrow writers were writing every day and writing about the pandemic. And so it was it was proposed that we put together an entire anthology of pandemic poetry. And so we had about 30 different authors all submit work and edited by three of our, our more prolific poets and came out with this lovely book that has been really well received. Now, are you doing anything for NapoRamo this year? We haven't decided on doing another anthology. It's usually every other year. So um, that would be probably another year out, but the group is very active. They're all writing every day, and they write in a private group so that they can, if they ever do decide to publish, their work would not be considered previously published. I understand that you have some poetry from this particular book. This is one, when we met in April, we typically go around and introduce all the members and ask a question, and 
on this day as we were kind of gearing up for this um, anthology, we asked all the members to just say a line and then we compiled those lines and made a collective poem which really starts out this anthology. So the title is I'm Here, Nothing Else to Do by Red Wheelbarrow Writers Collective. These empty streets, stores closed up, the urban silence magnifies birdsong. Sequestered in pandemic, I'm longing for my grandkids. Dogwood flowers perched atop branches alter my perception. Time has utterly changed and a day is as long as a heartbeat. I sense urgency, but nothing I can do. Gratitude, I'm still here. Out of balance sleep patterns, moods change and I feel useless. One long writing retreat, nothing else I can do. One siren a day, eagle and hawk forage while crows scream. My life is fluid, like dropping acid, hard to read. And I don't even get dressed. Going downhill fast, this grim pandemic spring, a dollop of despair. Frantic people throw things into carts. You're masked, you can't see faces. My body floats in an ocean of disconnection. But forest colors are vibrant. The border is closed. Rabbits sit on my front porch, juxtaposition. Grateful and vulnerable, I'm just here. Accurate description of the pandemic for sure. Mm -hmm. Those were the very early days when we were all sort of in that state of disconnection. I think we might be loosening up a little bit and getting out a little bit more. Now, I understand some congratulations are in order. You have a book out. I do. I just recently released my own memoir, which is called Square Up, 50,000 Miles in Search of a Way Home. Okay. Can you tell us about that? This is a memoir, and it spans a seven-month time period where my husband and I um, took our teenage boys out of school and traveled around the world for seven months. But the trip also came for me on the heels of some pretty extraordinary grief um, when I lost five, sorry, seven different family members in a period of five years, including my mom and dad and 26-year-old brother. Um, so it's sort of my, my tale and my journey through grief and kind of going from this woman in control to a woman very much out of control. And the backdrop of the world sort of serves as my is my healer and my guide. Wow. I can imagine that being, you know, able to take that trip like that was probably very healing for you. I I think it was most definitely. Yes. It kind of let me put my everyday life on hold and really just focus on what I needed to focus on. Yeah. That sounds very interesting. I may have to check that out. Um, well, that is a wonderful, um, although I'm sure sad. Adventure. There's moments of sadness in it, but there's also, you know, my husband is a very happy, exuberant fellow, and he definitely provides some com comic relief and moments of lightness throughout. And I included my kids in it, too. I The first write-through, I actually had written it without them, and my critique 
group said, no, 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 they really need to be in here. They're a huge part of it. So they're, they're a big part of it as well. That's great. And you're going to be doing some um, presentations, I understand, a, a Zoom meeting with the bookstore? Yep. My local bookstore here in Bellingham, Washington is called Village Books, and they are fabulous. And so I'm officially launching the book on April 24th at 4 p.m. Pacific time through Village Books. But they it's also Independent Bookstore Day that day. And they've asked me to come down at noon and be sort of outside the bookstore um, signing books. So that's going to be really fun to see people and sign books for people. Is there anything else that uh, I haven't asked you about that you'd like to share? Um, I don't think so. I think you I think you covered everything. <laughs> okay. I have I have another poem to read if you'd like yeah, to hear I, one I would love love to hear another poem. Okay. This one is called Hands by Bidu. In medical school, she marveled. Tissues and tendons cast to articulate a smile from words from thin air. The face, a landscape of untold beauty. And then tasked to dissect a human hand, she wept. Unfurling five fingers, a universe appeared. History itself. These days I pause in moments, untangling hair strands swept across my temples. Circling soap round and round. Blue cup rims, watch how note by note, a symphony of movement plays, simple as weather. Awestruck by each exquisite miracle my fingers willingly do. Pressed in prayer, palm to palm, such as pilgrims the bard once penned. I now hold my own hand in ways few men ever cared to learn. This uncommon solitude has become a gentle lacing, deep longing with nature's grace, a moment in history when mine, like lovers, lucky to fumble, are as blessed as stoic old couples reaching through the clouds or across the table to hold whatever remains after this storm. Another very appropriate one for the time. That was one of our editors and she also, that's where the title of the anthology came from was This Uncommon Solitude, the line in her poem. Thank you so much for reading that. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for coming on here today. I will be sure to share your information in the show notes. And then thank you so much for your time today, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Nice to be here. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thanks. Thank you for listening to our podcast today. Come back again soon. Would you like to be on our podcast? Send an email to prolificpulse at gmail.com and we'll get back to you soon. Thank you. Have a good day.